Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who doesn't have a bad word to say about Ali Jones. It's Richard Herring! He's a good guy, he's a good guy. So, uh, never proved a thing. So, it's, um, welcome. Welcome uh, to another episode of Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. I was hanging around with the Spin Doctors. I remember the, remember the Spin Doctors. Long time since we've heard that from them. And it's, um, I was buying them flowers. I was talking for hours to them. They go, when am I going to shag you? Stop doing it. I said, no, you know, I'm, you know, I thought you were happy to talk. Anyway, they call it Rehearsal Park. It's good, the spin, that's good, the, spin, the old spin doctors. So um, I've been getting the bus, the local bus service uh, in Hertfordshire where I live. Uh, and you get a little, I buy a single ticket into Hitchin, which is the near, nearest town to me. Uh, and you get a, like a paper ticket for your single journey. Just gives the information about the trip. At the bottom, it says, do not laminate this ticket. <laughs> which out of all the rules on the bus, that, it seems, that seems an odd... I mean, it's a single ticket. No one looks at it. The driver gives it you and he knows you're on there. It's unlikely you'll have a laminating machine on the bus. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe that is for, they do it for all the tickets and maybe some people buy a season ticket. Why aren't they allowed to laminate it? The, it makes... I'm generous. This isn't even a comedy routine. I'm just... Why can't you laminate the ticket? It makes it... It's made of paper. It'll make it last longer. What have the Hertfordshire buses got against lamination? <laughs> Makes me furious. I'm genuinely perplexed. And I got to Hitchin. I was walking. And it was, I've been going into work in like a proper person, you know, at 9.30 in the morning. And it's um, early. And um, it's... I passed some kids going to school. It was a bit before nine, actually. And um, there's, I passed a kid with real... Like, you know, like little 10-year-old boys often have just a mouth full of teeth. There's too many teeth in there face when they're that age <laughs> really goofy kids i like him he was he was you know i'm not even knocking it. it was good but you never see goofy men do you like that they never see men with goofy teeth like that and it might be because you know your mouth grows and your teeth don't grow anymore or is it that just all mouthy toothy kids get bullied to death uh, it's, i don't it's i'm not sure because you never see him in the adult world you never see what he had too many teeth and I also on that journey to Hitchin if you know Hitchin uh, just the road up to the uh, station that's what I'm talking about anyone know it Um, this stuff kills in Hitchin Uh, here's a a good bit of observational comedy for Hitchin I wasn't going to do you know when you um, go you know it's like when you go to Waitrose car park in Hitchin and you're thinking can I park here a bit longer than the two hours I'm allowed or will the man be in the booth today that kills in Hitchin. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> there's an Undertaker's on the way to Hitchin station, and it has all the graves, the unused graves, piled up in front of the shop. That's not right, is it? They shouldn't. They're not just and it wasn't that just had a delivery. There's the shop in front of the shop, just piles of gravestones, <laughs> unused. I think they should hide those at the back. I know it, you know it's making it clear what they do, but that's a bit on the nose, isn't it? This is it. <laughs> And you're thinking, well, one of those could be mine. That's, so, you know, that's, that was the fourth one down, a couple of weeks. And I was worried if I started lifting them up, they might, like, have my name. You know, it's, it's, what if you did it and it had your name on it and your death date on there? Your death weight on there. Would be ter- would be terrible. 
Anyway, there's some stand-up comedy, uh, Hitchin-based stand-up comedy for you. So it's, uh, I live in the countryside now. Fuck you London-centric pricks. Yeah, why don't we have some more comedy from Hertfordshire? <laughs> I wonder why. So look, uh, my get our shit, my guest tonight is probably best known for her appearance on the Richard Herring FUBAR radio show. Didn't think of one, didn't think I hadn't prepared one. Uh, it is, ladies and gentlemen, it's Lou Sanders! Not Amanda Abington at all, it's Lou Sanders. How are you doing? Oh, it's lovely to see you. Oh, Lou. How lovely to see you. Thank you for having me. You've got to talk into the microphone. It's just the first oh. rule of uh, being a stand-up. That's the yes. first rule, talking to the microphone. So uh, we talked about the food. You've been on before. We talked about being on Food Bar Radio. We might have even been on Food Bar Radio when you were on last time. Probably not. No. We, we weren't on for long, were we? We were not long, no. <laughs> and I don't think anyone heard. Anyone hear the Food Bar Radio show, me and Lou? Yeah. Not even you, David. David's through. <laughs> I saw him He was here last time as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, he loves you. And he, he brought loves his you. friend, and she did not like me at all, <laughs> along with a lot of the audience, actually. <laughs> but quick, I was drunk last time, wasn't I? Were you drunk? Yeah, I, I, didn't, was I didn't. It's hard to tell, Lou. <laughs> Different vibe. <laughs> it's interesting. I've just seen your stand-up show just this weekend. It's very Ooh, fortuitous what a piece. <laughs> uh, that you're here, because at least I uh, don't. Doesn't matter that I haven't researched you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apart from this piece of paper, I've got. Uh, but yeah, you. Gave, you've given up drink. You like you used to like. I think they've given like up it. stand up, and I was like, no. No, no. It's, uh, you've, you've <laughs> I got, saw the show, and you've given up, you've, haven't you? <laughs> you've, you've sharpened up on stand up a little bit, I would say. But it's um, you gave up drinking because you yeah. used to love drink. You had the I bit love. of the old drink. You loved yeah. the bit of the old alcohol. I, I've got uh, some of it here, just to, <laughs> just to remind you. If you feel like flipping back, oh, just help yourself to a beer fifty two beer. <laughs> We could do an experiment. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I did, at Latitude, I did a QI live show, and one of the producers came up to me and said, oh, I remember you. You stole my beer in a show. And this other guy said, oh, yeah, and you threw a load of flyers at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, st- I stopped drinking. <laughs> oh, and I massively underran. And you know Tanya, who runs Latitude? Yeah. I shouldn't say this. But she, um, so I really underran. And then I ran into the green room afterwards and went, don't tell Tanya. But I said it to Tanya. <laughs> I'd never met Tanya. <laughs> no, so, but apparently I had met Tanya six times. Well. Right. Okay. <laughs> and she, she was not happy. But now, we're, now we've made up. <laughs> you did get up some adventures in the, in the old days when you were drinking. <laughs> I think that was a mime of you drinking some beers. Drinking beers. Yeah, drinking some... <laughs> I'm dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a new, I'm a new lady. Are you? Yeah. I, you always, you always used to say this all the time. You used to, you used to have an epiphany every couple of months where you're going to change. But you have, you have I'm given only up eating food. green foods. <laughs> no, I have changed. I've changed loads. I know you have yeah, changed yeah, loads. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being. I haven't wet myself in about six years. <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh, hard to please, he's laughing. <laughs> oh, is that in the bar very high? Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, you, uh, there's a little new agey thing, which has always been, you've always been into this kind of yeah. new age stuff. So I noticed, in, well, you pointed it out in your drink bottle you have on stage, there's a huge crystal inside the drink bottle. Yes. What does that crystal... Um, uh, it says... I mean, it I'm doesn't do dickhead. it, but what, what is it? <laughs> Can I just say, Ashlyn B got me that because she got two for free. Oh, did she? Because <laughs> she's famous. <laughs> and she gave one to me. But it's, it's just like... It's like a crystal... It's a water bottle with a big crystal in. Yeah. And 
it just weighs about 10 times more than a normal water bottle. <laughs> but I look so cute carrying it to yoga. Because the crystal, it's like a big, it's quite phallic. Uh, yeah, it's quite phallic. Quite a phallic yeah. crystal. <laughs> <laughs> it fulfills that. Yeah. Is, it meant to, like, is it meant to slightly dissolve in the water or just it gives, imbues the it's water? It's supposed with to energy. It's supposed to energy. <laughs> It's supposed to energy the water. Like. Energy the water I haven't got all the scientific terms, but it's that kind of the business. Yeah. And what? And, and then what happens when you drink the water? You become you superhuman. Uh, well, no, I mean, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Very spiritual. No, I do love all that stuff. I got. I've. Well, actually, I had three healers. What, right. Whatever you call them sounds ho- horrible, really. You know, like healers or shamans or... Because I would call them energy workers and other people would call them a waste of money. But um, I love all that. So I've got like three crystals right now up my foof. (laughs) That's why I'm so zen. (laughs) (laughs) And then a lot of pain, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's quite sharp. (laughs) <laughs> or are they smooth crystals? Can you have smooth ones? They're, they're, t- they're very. T- it's important to remember they're tiny. Okay. They're so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> the jazzle's meant to be on the outside, though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. So uh, the show's great. Yes, very good. Yeah. And I've seen all your shows, and I do love all your shows. Some, yeah. But you, you know, it is. This is the most focused show you've done, probably, probably because you haven't been drinking. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And it did very well in Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it's all going quite well for you, isn't it? Yeah. But it's been interesting, because I know you're a friend of my wife's. And And yours. Well, yeah, mine, but you were a friend of my wife. Uh, You were a... You're a friend of... You are my friend too, but I saw, I saw you very early on. I'd like to say I'm both your yeah, friends. Yeah. But you were a friend of... I mean, you, when, were, you started on the standard circuit at yeah. the same time as, my, as Katie does. And I guess it? when I come round to your house, you do go out a lot of the time. I do, I try to... <laughs> but I'd like to think we're friends. But I'd like to think we're um, But I've seen you, know, what I'm saying is I've seen you perform over the last decade, so it's quite interesting. It's, a, it's interesting how long it takes now, I think, for a stand-up to get to the point that you're at, which is, you yeah. know, now you're getting some TV work and things... Yeah, are, are it's not like back in the day for you when they were No, but it was very easy, you yeah. know. I just turned up and they said, oh, you, can you do a TV show on Monday? I said, And yeah, it was sure. you and Phil Jupiter. So no. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But so it's kind of interesting that... But it's also interesting to see how you developed over those ten years for me. Because mm. I think you were... Like, when you started, it was a... It probably was a bit too wild and, yeah. you know, you were trying interesting stuff out, but some yeah. of it worked and some of it didn't. Whereas this current show, I think, is... is is a, is a much more considered it's still got the mad the, the, yeah. the, the kind of slightly harnesses your insanity I think it is a drinking thing though so I yeah. think I have to calm down generally and the crystals and uh, so I think it's a reflection of that maybe, maybe oh, but, it, was stru- it was a structured show as well I worked really hard to try and structure it and make, make it make sense yeah I mean, I liked the shows where you were going off the rails as well, and I liked working with you when you were going off the rails. <laughs> I like to watch you implode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, but that sort of... It's fun to see someone... Someone else, yeah, yeah. Sort of throw their career away, yeah. No, but you would. It was still fun. It was, they were really funny shows. <laughs> and it was interesting to watch. But it is also interesting to see you, you know, retain that level, or attain that level of... Yeah, you know. I definitely get more work since I've not being as mad I think because yeah. <laughs> comics like it because they're like oh yeah but it's but it's of no threat to anyone because they're like oh she'll never get on TV because she looks mad <laughs> yeah but it's but, and I, I think a lot see a lot of my stuff is sort of feigning mental illness and I'm sure yeah. a lot of your stuff is exaggerating the crazier aspects of your life 
Well, you know that show that you saw, Shane yeah. Pig? So there were some posh people that left um, in Edinburgh. They left after the show. Oh, obviously she's made like a lot of that stuff up. My friend was behind them. They said, obviously a lot of that didn't happen. But it's all true. It's all true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But then you can still, you know, it's not true of 24 hours a day. So no, no, you're no, picking no. out the moments. I'm and I, to be honest, actually. I think the things you think, you know, there were things you're saying, oh, this is terrible. This is awful. Yeah. And nothing was and that it's not, bad. No, nothing that I did. It's no. like my dad stabbing, no, my stepmom stabbing my dad and stuff. That's yeah, not that's, my fault. That's not your fault. That's not. Sounds like a good show, right? <laughs> and but, you and you being you were very drunk in McCuntleth with oh, Arthur yeah, Smith, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and throwing bottles of wine into the audience, and people thinking that. But then people going, "There's a, there's a lovely bit where someone sees you next year and assumed that was a, a character." character act, yeah. <laughs> I threw, but I did throw a bottle of wine into the audience, and I didn't see the problem with it either when I was at McCuntleth. So I was like, "Yeah," and I threw a big bottle of wine into the audience, and everyone's like, "You can't do that." And then I was like, comedy's too safe. <laughs> but I genuinely thought that. I was like, what's wrong with everyone? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because I think with stand-up, especially at the start, there's lots of people who are, who are kind of crazy, but it's focused and main, you know, they're maintaining yeah. it. And there's lots of people who are just absolutely mad. Yeah. Um, and I go out with those ones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of hard to tell. The, in some ways, it's hard to tell the difference. You know? yeah. it's, it's so, and I think with my stuff, there's a lot of things. At the moment, I'm sort of considering doing a show about the fact that I um, live quite near a big field where I walk the dog. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like really got loads of stones on it. But it's a big field, right? It takes 25 minutes to walk around. Yeah. And every single metre of it is full of stones. And, that's and I thought, sure. I'm going to walk around that that if I live long enough, I'm going to walk around that field, yeah. you know, 700 times a year yeah. for another 20 years. Will I be able to clear the field of stones in that time? Now, I won't be able to, right, because there's too many stones and also the stones go all the way down, so every time it's ploughed, new stones come up, yeah. even if I manage to achieve it. <laughs> but I think I'm going to give it a go, and I'm still... I know it's impossible, I know I won't do it, and I know the joke is it'll fail, Yeah. but I'm still doing it. <laughs> I, ch- I clear about 200 stones a day off the what, field. What, what do you do with them, though? I'm them to the side, and I'm hoping they'll build a wall around the field right. by, the time, by the time I've walked around enough, and then that wall will stand for a thousand it's years. It's like and the I'll Ferrero Rocher, it is, but with yeah. stones. Well, I'm, I'm obsessive, so that's, you know, that's my mm. craziness, is I enjoy obsession. Mm. But I also know, so I knew when the Ferrero Rocher thing was happening, this is going to get out of hand, yeah. and that's the joke. I know with the stones, this is not possible, what I'm attempting to do, but I'm still going to try and do it. Yeah. And it's a bit like the, there's an episode of Colditz, which you won't remember this series because you're too young, where a man pretends to be mentally ill in order to escape Colditz and it works, but he goes mentally ill. Wow. What's so, that got to do with the stones? Um, <laughs> 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 well, at least I don't believe the stones are magic and put them in drinks and they can. Oh! How do you know they're not magic? <laughs> they could be. I found one the other day that was sort of. Sub- I've got all different terms for it. I call them icebergs, these ones. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't look that big on the surface when you picked it out. It was as it was as big as my head, and I've got a big head. It was I actually struggled to get it to the side of the field. It was the best thing that's ever happened. It was like finding it was like finding a pot of gold. Are you and Katie still having sex? Or? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's. I won't answer that. I won't dignify that with me and Katie aren't having sex. But are we uh, is. Let me in the dog up, bang! Um, uh, you know, I think it talks of, as you get into your 50s, 
Lou, which I hope you will. Thank you. <laughs> now you're giving up drinking, there's a chance it might happen. Um, <laughs> you realise your life is meaningless. And everything you've done. Uh, well, the had crystals no point. give me meaning, you yeah, know. I've got Then you'll go, oh, hold on. No, they're just crystals. Um, and so if I could actually achieve, if I could build a wall of stones around a massive field mm. that will be there for a thousand years. Mm. That's... And that's your Edinburgh show next year, yeah? Yep. Great, sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to read the blurb. <laughs> I think I might podcast it. I think I've got a, I've got a GoPro I've never used. Yeah, get that. I think kicks- I might put it on. I might have a YouTube channel for other people interested in clearing stones. Get that things. Kickstarter started. David's after it, isn't he? It'll be free. It won't. I've got a, I've got a GoPro already. Who wants to donate some money to watch a fifty-year-old man scrabble around with some stones? <laughs> I've got some good techniques. Is it is it a picker or a kicker? Force. That's the question. Uh, <laughs> Um, Julie in the Pyrenees, my, one of my healers. Yes. It's my only one now, actually, because I've got rid of the other two. Yeah. Um, but she said that I can't have sex with anyone. Right. Because someone went, ooh. <laughs> she doesn't like that. Because your vagina is full of crystals. <laughs> it's a hazard. <laughs> she said, I will shred anything that comes near me. <laughs> no, she genuinely said that I can't have sex with right. anyone. Um, but she said... Um, I, can, I said, what about BJ's? And she said, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's probably good advice. I, I like some advice I'm, I can get on board with. Because um, I like giving blowjobs, that's what I meant. I'll see if Katie's up for that. See if, um, I'll stay favoured you, but I'm going to blow some men. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm out walking the dog. Come up with an elaborate cover story about clearing stones out of a field. I think it's good because I don't know if it's the farmer will like it or not. That's what that's what I like. I'm not going to ask the farmer whether it's a good idea. I'm just going to clear his field of stones. And they'll go. And the can... stones were what made the stuff grow. Then, then if he complains, a quick gob job for him. Have <laughs> any of these non-alcoholic? No, they're all very are... alcoholic. That's why I'm. Uh, I've got, I've got something here called water. There's no crystal in it, I'm afraid. Why have this you is... got um, your DVDs here and so, like giveaway or Just, something? Just uh, people are always interested in asking me, you know, have I oh, done so, this? Oh, oh, this it, is your. That's my wife okay, and my I'll daughter. Okay, inter- I'll interview. I'll interview you about this. Okay. First question. Any good? It's, it's excellent. That's one of my favourite of my shows. Happy now? Ah! Oh, <laughs> you could have had it free. It's on DVD, which is a new format that has just come in. <laughs> just come in. It's better than video because you, sell... uh, you, you don't have to rewind it. Do you sell DVD players as well? <laughs> <laughs> what I do is sell these very cheaply right. due to the obsolescence. Yeah. But your fans, they're probably a bit old. Yeah. They probably don't. DVD player, David? <laughs> No. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Well, you can play on that. That's a DVD player. And Blu-ray is worse than DVD, mate. That's sadder than DVD because it didn't, didn't take off, did it? DVD player? Yeah, Blu-ray. That, I told you your demographic, Blu-ray. didn't I? Blu-ray player, Andy? DVD. Well done, Andy McH. There. You can always rely on Andy McH. Do you play anyone else's DVDs apart from mine on it? Don't play any DVDs on it. You just got it. Is it still hooked up to the telly? Mine isn't hooked up to the telly. Oh, inbuilt to the telly. That is Whoa! a bad telly. How big, how many inches is your telly? Uh, tw- um, oh, this is the one in my bedroom is 28. 28. The one in your bedroom is 28. Nine inches. <laughs> <laughs> 49 inches. That's massive. 
Yeah. He's, got this, he's got the stats at his fingertips, yeah. hasn't he? I think it's he's used a diagonal. Before. It's the diagonal length. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, good. Well, uh, and so your dad. There's a story that you, you don't really talk oh, about dad. about your dad faking his own death. I mean, you do mention it, but yeah, so is, that a tr- he, is that true? Is that's it? true. He did. He he kept pretending to be dead <laughs> so that he wouldn't have to see us. <laughs> My mum was like, "We know you're not dead," <laughs> but I was only little, so I didn't right. really. I didn't really that's sort of worse, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was really cute, so it doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, but now we get on. And when he came to Edinburgh, he came with his wife. And I said, can I talk about this stuff? Like, do you mind? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. But then he just told her it was lies. Hopefully she won't. I don't think she's a fan of yours, so she won't listen to this. <laughs> Almost certainly is. She likes Henning Vane. Does <laughs> she? Like, yeah, she doesn't like. Okay. She's not mentioned you. Maybe she does. Anyway, she, she, so he's been married seven or eight times. One nice was bigger me, so whatever. Um... <laughs> So it's, it's probably seven, I don't know. But she said um, to him, well, that's not true. She just makes it up, right? And my dad was like, oh, yeah, but <laughs> it is true. And he came to my show wearing a, he's quite sweet, he's nice. We get on and stuff, okay. but um, there's no point saying that in a show because it's not interesting, is it? But he came, the first time I saw him in Edinburgh, he was wearing a T-shirt saying, um, save water, drink beer. I like That's it. Kind of, and the that's, second night he was wearing it. Drinkbeer52.com, Rahela Stupper. And the second one was like, uh, don't bother, like, oh, just don't bother Googling anything. Ask my wife, she knows everything. So he likes the sassy slogan. <laughs> Does he say you should use this in your act? Does he try and make you use No, but one review said um, her dad should get a show. And he, so he was like phoning me up going, don't worry, I won't be a threat to you. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's the same. My dad's 82 now, though, oh. so, you know, he's probably not a threat to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of getting stuff done. Um, I'll ask you an emergency question. Oh, already? <laughs> That's not good, is it? No, it is good, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to flog the book. Oh, yeah. Um, how, say, how are sales going? Um, well, it, hasn't, it isn't actually out yet. Oh, cool. Um, I, it was, you know, it got to number five in the Imagine. books uh, uh, referenced fun facts and trivia trivia chart. Wow. Number five. That's great. How yep. many books in that? How many books in it? It's just one book. <laughs> no, but oh, in sorry. There. Oh, in there. Uh, like 120,000. That's great. But no, no, actually, probably not. not in that. Not in no, that. No, 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 no. It's not very good. The book? <laughs> that is not for me to say. Um, this is an interesting question based on the last, uh, the last, um, uh, the last uh, podcast we did. 379A. I'll do 379B as well. We've all built a snowman, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the question what's the most unusual thing or being that you've ever crafted out of snow I've never built a snowman have you never built a snowman you've heard about my childhood it's really bleak no it is bleak <laughs> no I don't think I've ever built a snowman nothing have you ever a snowball a snow penis well no I, t- in, it, like, that, I told you that guy that threw a snowball at me I went and bit his face that's <laughs> true <laughs> yeah. that's very unbalanced <laughs> okay here's a question 379b there's more than a thousand one questions in here. In films, snowmen are always coming to life. If that really happened, would you be happy or just freaked out? Huh. Well, I like cold-hearted men. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's good. I'd be like, oh, I recognise. I mean, would you, if a snowman came to life, would you think this is exciting and interesting, or I've I'd, definitely I, I, gone... I would definitely film it for Instagram. Yeah. 
and that and that would probably go viral. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, well, I, is he threat? You know, it's all the vibe of him, isn't it? I'm very good with energy. I'd be like, is he is he sexually threatening? Well, probably he- not. Well, he's got a carrot somewhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> this is actually questions for kids. I'm asking you oh. now. Those are questions is this for kids. For kids. Uh, it can be some of it. Probably no. <laughs> the edited version. Um, I'll, I'll ask you this question. This question has appeared on uh, Twitter um, uh, from other people who have come up with this one as well. Uh, what film slash play would you like to see reimagined by the Muppets? If you could have any all, film all, with all the Muppets. All of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Starting with the Muppets. Um, no. Well, I'd, um, quite, well, I'd quite like to see a Muppet Christmas Carol made uh, the Muppets Muppets Christmas Carol oh. where all the Muppets except one are played by human beings and then one of the... Michael Caine is played by a Muppet. Or that, uh, ca- that KKK film. Okay, yeah. With the Muppets. Yeah. Because it was intense. Okay. I, I think the Muppets the Spike, would take... The uh, Spike Lee yeah. film, yeah. Oh, it was really good. Pop the Muppets in, though, something for everyone. <laughs> or the Auschwitz one, you know? Yeah. Brighten it up a bit. Does that have to be all sad? It's true. Um, have you ever kept a secret and never told a single soul about it? Oh, then you'll ask me what secret it I is, will, yeah. won't you? You're well, way ahead to, of me. I tend to put them all in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, have I ever? I must have, actually. Is there stuff you wouldn't put in the shirt? Is there no, stuff that's... other people's secrets I'm really good at. Me. If they directly tell me, they have to say it's a secret. Okay. Otherwise, I'll tell everyone. But if they look me in the eye and say it's a secret, then I'm really good at it. Okay. I've got one from... What is, what is it? <laughs> She fancies you. <laughs> I always knew. doesn't get real. I always knew I'm going to ring my wife. I'm going to end my marriage now. What? <laughs> it's not a very good one. It's not like she's confided in me with, no. you know, the thing. No. But I wouldn't tell anyone. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's have a look at producer Ben's notes. That's stuff of not to talk about. No, that's the top is that we did before. Don't talk about According, that. This is what Ben Walker thinks is a good question. According to the critics... In <laughs> a great routine about her labia. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we agree about that. That's what the critics. That implies all the critics. Have all got together. the critics love to talk about my labia. Yeah. Um, no, I talk about my labia a lot. Too much, really. But it's it's a lot. But is it too much? Because um, yeah, my labia is too much. It's no, massive. no, no. But like, I think, <laughs> and that's the problem. And that's, that's why I talk about it. It's, it's but as a female comedian, there's this immediate kind of thing. Oh, you know, you mustn't talk about these subjects. You must oh, talk no, about no, these no, subjects. No, no, no. And let, like, but let male, the dog see the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. But male <laughs> comedians, in myself, yeah, not so much. Talk about their penises all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I don't like that kind of stuff. I find that kind of stuff a bit filthy. But you know, it's a private thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 But. You know, female. You know, that is as much a, and in fact, more of a source of mystery because so because it isn't talked about in rea- in reality, is it? That yeah. much by female comedians. And then now it is more though, and I think it's helpful because you don't know if your bits are right. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, what's that? So it's good to talk about. And then yeah. younger girls. You, these I had a um, show in Edinburgh that I didn't really like, and comics were in, and I was like, oh, this. But that was a really like. I didn't like it, a dud show. And then I was walking down the street and I was really pissed off and I was in my head. And then these really sweet, like, 17-year-old girls went out and they were so sweet and they were like, oh, fuck. Like, and I thought, that's what it's about, connecting with, like, young kids with massive labias yes. who are like... Well, you talk about... <laughs> you talk about, you know, you talk about it not... 
well, in the way that porn, everything's tucked up and hidden yeah, away, yeah, yeah, and in yeah. reality, that isn't. Uh, Although the sometimes case. I talk about my labia and it being like dangly, yeah. and um, sometimes men wince, and I think, fuck off, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's also men who can't have seen very many of them, I think. Is the and then I show dream. them my labia. <laughs> and I ask them to clap. <laughs> that was but, the one so my dad was in. That's, that's, but that's, <laughs> but that's, a, that's a, you know, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I think yeah. when I did write Talking Cock, it was interesting that, again, that people joke about these things, but they don't really talk about them. Yeah. And so it's, it's good to well, do it through comedy because, you know, people go, oh, okay, that's not that's So not I did this thing for BBC Wales, not showing off and uh, <laughs> obviously and um i talked about my labia on that right and they, it's it hasn't made the cut the, the other stuff has and they said we can't put the labia stuff in because that's a bit much for people and other people are talking about their dicks like it's just that's the whole point of why i said about it because when people when women talk about that sort of thing people are like oh no like it's you know the message is shush like we don't want to hear yeah. it's disgusting stay hidden and stay like, sort of nice and surface level and that's a bit and that's what i was saying in the piece and then that's a bit they can't because they think oh people can't handle it and then making decisions of course people can handle it because we've all got tits and ticks yeah well <laughs> some of us have got one some of us have got both yeah. lucky day i saw a picture of a guy with two penises the other week yeah of course i've never known that of course <laughs> what that a day for me one in a hundred thousand men are born with two penises i want to see it well, I'll ring Katie and ask if she's... I'll show you one of them and then I'll show you the other one. <laughs> but I, I'm not prepared to show you them both at the same time. My friend, I was... To... <laughs> I, was exci- I was excited about this when I found out about it. My friend said, yeah, his wife had two vaginas. I couldn't get over it. Like, and they, they could get together. Two yeah. penises, two vaginas, get together. What a film that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and things are going pretty well. There's stuff you can't talk about, I understand. And there's, it says here, well, I didn't know this, you're going to be in Carl Pilkington's new Sky One. I've been one episode. Well, that's still good. Yeah, I like him. He's, he's, really, he's really nice. Yeah, I've not met Carl Pil- Pilkington. It sounds like I'm in love with him, doesn't it? Yeah, and <laughs> maybe not. you are. Well, maybe I am. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what do you do in Carl Pilkington's... It's new... really great acting. <laughs> Amanda fucking whatever her name is. <laughs> Hasn't seen anything yet. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I met PC... Um, <laughs> I met PC um, Sergeant Bob Cryer once on the P&O. What a day that was. <laughs> Sergeant Bob Cryer, and he had a little sidecar for his wife. Okay. He was on a motorbike, I forgot to say. <laughs> Sergeant PC Bob Cryer in full leathers yeah. on a motorbike. How can that go any better? Wife in a cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely time. Good. Hmm. See from the bill. Yes. Look, I don't watch the bill. Sergeant Bob Cryer. Because is it still on? It's not even on, is it now? It was around the time where June was. Uh, hey, I remember what you appeared in. You also appeared in videos for As It Cursed Me. Uh, that went with me. Oh, I looked so that was bad better. in that. that you was did not look bad in it. I looked so bad. I want to have a word with someone, whoever shot that. was terrible. Well, we and and I had to lights, get off with you. You've just, seen, you just seen a fucking pie. <laughs> and not get off you. I had to pretend to get off with you and you just seen a beef pie. <laughs> <laughs> just seen a beef pie. <laughs> you just ate a beef pie. <laughs> and then I had to pretend to get off with you. Yeah, but you were, at, you were pretending to suck my penis, so that was fine down there. I didn't mind that because the beef pie hadn't... Um, Travelled. 
apparently, here's a fact: if you're um, if you're allergic to nuts, yeah. and someone eats, are you? No. Oh. <laughs> My niece is, is though. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a... well, if someone eats nuts and it comes out in the semen, you can kill someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just spreading awareness. But, but what, what a way to go! If you've eaten nuts, I'm getting a blowjob on a plane. Do they have to say, can you not? If you've eaten nuts, please do not have a blowjob on this plane as there's someone with a nut allergy on here. I mean, it's a new kind of nut allergy, isn't it, as well? I mean, you would enjoy that double... Oh, I, there's a, it's a, it's a love, delightful pun that is killing me. I'm getting a nut allergy from these guys' nuts. You get it? Testicles, nuts... It works. Sometimes you Don't have to worry fill about in them. The gaps. But add the laughter in after. Yeah, I'm assuming you're doing that for my stuff anyway. They're, they're, they're much better than last week's audience. Are they? Stuff, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Blake. Bruce Forsyth's dead now, so I own that now. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That's Bruce Forsyth's joke, but he's dead, so it's mine now. That's how it works, right? <laughs> I wonder what I can have of. Who's that racist comedian who died? Uh, funny about it, don't worry about it. It's too long pause. Is it Bernard Manning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It was funny. It would have been funny. If I... yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, uh, oh, you, you've been on Sam Delaney's news thing. Fuck off. That that's, in, that's Russia Today. You've Why don't you ask me about Cats Does you've Countdown? Been on, you've been on Russia Today. Why don't you ask I, me about Cats Does did. I did the uh, pilot of that show before I realised what Russia Today was. Oh, yeah. Did you know what Russia Today was when you took it? Do you know what Russia Today is? You do, right? It's the old Jeremy Corbyn loves it, doesn't he? He loves getting some money off them. Does he? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, but it's, it's basically a propaganda channel for Putin. Yeah, but they pay well. It's all right. <laughs> I, I decided not to go back. Yeah, I decided not to go back because they didn't ask me. <laughs> I mean, also, I don't really... I thought Sam Delaney was a bit... Mm, I like, like it. You like it? You can't say that about a fellow presenter. I'm not a presenter. He's getting paid for doing his stuff. That doesn't. I can say what I like. You're getting paid off the Kickstarter. Come on, let's uh, do it. I'm not. I'm not. It's, that goes you know, oh, to really? you. Oh, really? Oh, great. Goes to okay. You. But th- th- those likes. Sam Delaney's actually very good at his job. I would say. Okay. Okay. Is his job being a cunt? Because <laughs> he's excellent at that. <laughs> Take that, Sam. Oh, I've really hurt myself doing that. I've hurt myself. <laughs> I'm so, old. I'm so old I sleep on my arm now and I've like really done my because I sleep oh, on there God. and I've really done them either of my muscles are atrophying your parents are going to be bereaved early <laughs> yeah but you know I've had a nice she I've started a, so late I've had a nice life <laughs> but have they they've had a great life <laughs> I'm more worried about my kids than my parents to be honest um I've, you're in a fantastic short film called Elderflower. What? Well, this is so old. Can you ask me about something? No, good? it's not that old. It's like last oh, year. Oh, also, it's something really I good. did. Something I did last time I was on. Yeah. Which I'm really embarrassed about because I'm so hammered. Um, I you asked me about this. What I thought was a film. I was like, yeah, I think it's a film. I was in for about a second. Yeah. It was a short film. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a film. Like, Still a film. It still counts. And Elderflower is a short film. And you're the star of Elderflower. Oh God! It sounds so bleak, doesn't it? I've done it stuff. Nice. That's not bleak. That's I got amazing. to kiss Tom Rosenthal. That was fun. You did. I wrote that in. <laughs> you run a flower shop. Yeah. That used to be a knocking shop. Yeah. And then 
you, you, don't you, tell them it's a twist. <laughs> I might watch it. Okay. But I'm going to write more scenes where I have to kiss men because it's really yeah. fun. Because you get so imba- like embarrassed and the adrenaline goes up and then you know you have to do it and it's so embarrassing and then you do it and it's like heightened adrenaline. It's so fun. We were meant to kiss in my thing. We didn't kiss though. No, because you smelled beef pie. <laughs> <laughs> Katie gave me that. She I'm knew. She knew you were a She knew what she was doing. <laughs> it was slightly strange, but you know, still enough for me. I went method on the BJ, though, didn't I? Yeah, it was, it was fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm very teethy. <laughs> I went method on having a small penis. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> my wife she's done a routine about this she might not mind me talking about it mm. she's got she's got quite big teeth right and she had one that she had a bit of a snaggle tooth when we got together <laughs> maybe I shouldn't talk about this so uh, it's uh, <laughs> she has done a routine about, she had a routine about it where she had to go to the dentist to have it filed down wow and, for you because yeah for love. Then, yeah and then the doc, you know, the dentist saying, "Why are you having this filed down?" <laughs> it's yeah. and she says, "Because it snags a bit during fellatio." <laughs> and the then doc- the dentist says, "Yeah, it's having to explain to assistants. Yeah, sometimes we get whores in." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. It's a, it's a very good routine, but it's yeah. uh, it's true. Yeah, I miss those days. De- um, I miss dentist- those days. It was kind of you know added a little sort of extra danger to yeah. the. Yeah, she can maybe like. Um- like put one in or something or, or, or just like like a, a small pen knife or something for an added element of danger um, dentists know when uh, you've got cum in your mouth as well <laughs> I mean they would know if you've got a load of cum in your mouth <laughs> if you spit it out <laughs> no, oh, excuse but... <laughs> me it's polite to rinse before you uh... no I mean for like 24 hours or something if you've given a BJ and you've got cum uh, no it doesn't matter but yeah it's true okay how did you find that fact out? <laughs> come on, man. I mean, a lot of dentists know you have come in your mouth because they put it in there while you're under on the anaesthetic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bloody dentists, eh? They're next. I think you fall in love with your dentist a lot, don't you? Because you're yeah, sort I mean, of in I their do. care and you look up and... My one's a real square and he's very Germanic, um, but I still in love with him when yeah. he... Yeah. Because it's just that closeness, and also when you have a massage, you fall in love. Yeah. And then, and then oh, I fell in love with my masseuse. I said, I'm, I'm obviously, and I'm, I'm in love now because no one's been so tender with me ever. <laughs> and then I, it was a sort of four foot Brazilian woman. Okay. I am in love, yeah. <laughs> sort of the wee Jimmy Cranky of Brazil. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> good. Well, it's, it's an intimate thing. I don't understand massages, I, I, I I, they it. upset me. Why? Because I'm what, meant to be getting out of it. I don't get what it's meant to be. Is someone touching your body? Is it meant to be a little bit sexy and you're not allowed to tell people that? I think or so. Or is it, is it wrong if you get aroused during it? I think, you, I I think, think everyone, everyone, does, everyone gets aroused. How they? can you not get aroused if someone's like... Like tugging your penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually... Sometimes. <laughs> if the snaggle tooth is out. <laughs> Better uh, check with Katie. She's okay with that. <laughs> I'll ask her when she's on in a couple of weeks. My wife's going to be on the podcast. Imagine ah! this, because I can't really stop myself on stage saying the worst possible thing. It's going to be worth coming. <laughs> Just for uh, also, Greg Davis is on that week as well. I haven't told anyone that. Yeah, you're the first to know. Um, good one. I think it's been a nice podcast. Been alright. I'm going to carry on. I'm going to carry on. 
You've got some podcasts. What's your podcast called? It's a terrible title. It is a terrible title. Tell us it. It's Luke McQueen's fault, the title. Okay. It's called Why Is Your Bottom So Dirty? <laughs> <laughs> Great podcast, terrible title. And it's, what's it about? Because um, I think if it's not about having a dirty bottom, then <laughs> you're putting people off listening to it. <laughs> and if it is about a dirty bottom... I asked... Um, Mel B came to my Soho show, no big yes. deal. And um, I asked her to do my podcast. She's not got past me. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? <laughs> um, Luke McQueen asked Joe Boar, so we're all, you know... What happens in the podcast? Oh, I don't know. We're characters and... Just have a listen. Can't you ask me about something I've done that's good? What do you want me to ask you about? I don't know. Because uh, you know, I'm racking my brains here. And, uh... <laughs> it's a fair point, actually. Yeah. Um, it's going very well. <laughs> well. You can add laughter in. That's what they do on the TV shows. They're laughing. These people are cunts. They're laughing as much as they. They're laughing as much as they. they on Apollo, no one to. laughs. They just add their laughter in after. Yeah. Have you done a bolo? No, I no. I haven't Not have been asked. No, no. It's uh, sixteen thousand pounds. If you get seventeen that. and a half. Wow. And then repeat fees. Wow. Yeah. Now, do you think that's uh, there was a there was an argument on Facebook with a critic asking, saying, "Is that true? Can't comedians get that much?" And comedians arguing that that was a valid amount of money to receive that, which I think is true. I think it's true because you work. I think it's a bit less than I was expecting. You, you know, you slog all up and down the country for yeah. like shit money, and then you know you get one nice job. But there's not any outlet on TV for stand-ups anymore, apart from Apollo. And yeah, maybe, I missed maybe you Russell at least show. <laughs> you, well, you needed to at least show, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, did you do it? You did I it, did. but then you weren't <laughs> I on was it. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> Surely he's got no comedy taste. He doesn't no, it know. wasn't he would, that. It was. It was. This. He wouldn't know a joke if it was repeated twenty-five times. There was a continuity issue with my one. <laughs> but that's good. But that's it, it's true. That, that show, that show, Russell Howard show. And Apollo's the only chance to see stand-up. Russell Howard, they've cut the stand-up from yeah. the Russell Howard show, so that's unfortunate, yeah. Um, I think there's like a couple of us, but not like that, you know, for that to get 10 minutes on or 15 minutes on, it's very rare now. But Netflix so, you know, are getting, commissioning loads of true. comedy. And also comedy on TV is boring, arguably. Yeah. They're thinking, yeah, live as well. Oh, well, this isn't stand-up, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is stand-up, so it's fine. Imagine if I launched into stand-up now. <laughs> well, that's, you know, Brian Blessed... Did. More or less, you can do a Brian Blessed, do a bit of your act now if you like, that's all fine. Um, You're on Big Brother's bit on the side. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I missed, I I was on that, and the thing they got pissed off because they showed a clip and they said, What do you think about that? And it is live, I think, yeah. And they said, What do you think about that? And I went, Oh, I wasn't watching. (laughs) 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 They were like, Fucking idiot. (laughs) What were you doing instead? I don't know, I was sort of in my own head, really. It's often the way with yeah. these And, like, you know, it's the, when you do a TV panel show, it's a very long record. Yeah. You've got to concentrate quite You've hard. Got to concentrate. I, mean, I don't think anyone thing. knows what it's like to work for, like, 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and how hard that can be to concentrate all that time. Would you do, if you got offered, um, Big Brother bit on the side, no, if you got offered, um, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, would you do it? I would not do it. Would you not? I've been, like, approached about whether I would be interested in doing it, which is the hamster What about people. if you got, uh, uh, or like, loads of money? No. Okay. Uh, it's not really the, you know. What about a the... ice skating show? 
No, because I, I don't like... I went ice skating with Katie about four or five years ago, and I did ice skate a little bit when I was a kid, yeah. but I literally could not do anything. What about and you? I, wa- I, walked, I, I, I walked around the very small rink once. Yeah, collecting and stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the edges of things. Um, so I wouldn't do it because I'd be awful on it, and I wouldn't do I'm a Celebrity because I don't want to be filmed asleep because I'd sleep on my arm. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I'm just, Katie claims I snore really badly, but I don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I sometimes she says you're snoring, and I'm awake, and I'm not snoring. She's crazy. Uh, uh, so, what's when that you about? Did, when you did that, um, do you remember you got um, asked by GQ or something to do that weight thing, and you lost yeah, those weight? Self, yeah. Oh, I was really jealous of that. You know when you got like they gave you a personal trainer. They gave me a personal trainer, a nutritionist. Yeah. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted on you. <laughs> I got quite... That was when I was... You that's look, when I lost some weight, but I'd lost quite lovely. a lot. I lost most of that weight you on my look own. Lovely, you look lovely, darling. Also, I don't want to fat shame you, okay? That's good. Thank you. And I think you look lovely. But you, you have just fat shamed yeah, you. Yeah, can we you can't, out? You can't just do it yeah, and, and go, go, I, I, don't, I don't want to do it. Wait till but children... I just did it. <laughs> Wait that's till, not how it works. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, I don't... You know, it's, it's what you like inside that counts, right? And that's a problem. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. I'm, we'll see if we do go over this. I was I'd actually got over a hundred kilograms uh, on holiday. That's a lot. I'm meant, be, I'm meant to be seventy-two kilograms. That's 11. on my BMI thing. Yeah. Uh, when I did four years ago, I got down to seventy-nine kilograms. <laughs> and uh, that was mostly dick. It was. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to see if during this... See, watch the end of this series and see what I look like then. Um, you know, people are allowed to be whatever they want and it's good to be healthy. Yes. And you look like... You know, you look, you look amazing, I think, in terms of, like, That's your nice. skin's much nicer. So from not drinking? Yeah. Though. Yeah, oh, thank you. And also the meditation and the crystals, of course. The crystals, I think it's mainly the crystals. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I once... Um, I probably have talked about this before. One of my previous girlfriends was quite into New Age stuff. Oh, yeah. Her name was Julia Sawalha. <laughs> uh, and... Um, oh! <laughs> spicy. Go on. Which was confusing, because there was an actress with that name as ah. well. And um, <laughs> we went to, like, a, 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 a retreat... The, well, it was actually just a health farm, but they had lots of new age stuff. Uh, firstly, a man gave me a hot and cold stone massage. Have you had one of those? You love that, don't you? With all um, the stones? But it was like middle. It was. Uh, <laughs> I just like all the stones to be the same temperature. That's what. As long as they're the same temperature. Um, but he told me I didn't need to wear any underwear for the massage. And just had a towel over me, and he did, did get me quite relaxed. But I'm pretty sure he touched my penis twice. Well, I would say, why not? Get, get extras. I mean, I've always wanted when I've had a massage for someone to touch my penis. Every yeah. other time I've had a massage, right. I've wanted them to touch my penis. And your jeans came true. The, it was like, it was an ironic. It was like the twilight zone of massages <laughs> for me. What? Not this time? Why? <laughs> uh, I know loads of, girl, uh, of girls who've had happy endings um, at massages. Right, I'm sure. I mean, I would like to set up a massage business. <laughs> Um, so it's, a, it's a great ruse um, but also I uh, went to they allergy tested me a woman yeah. allergy tested me with electric current and I had to hold foods inside glass vials and then they put an electric current through me and then the the, the manometer or whatever it's called would go boom and go yeah you can't have red wine you can't have chocolate Whoa. I was holding a thing in glass glass does not conduct electricity <laughs> 
So how does that work? It doesn't work. It's a trick. Who are we to ask questions? <laughs> and we did Tai Chi, and this I've definitely told this story. We did Tai Chi, and then the woman doing the Tai Chi said, oh, uh, your spirit guide's in the room. Both of you two share the same spirit guide. Uh, he's a red Indian. I'd have said Native American. Uh, and I was, I was, it's called Running Bear. I'm so embarrassed. Like, if that's true, that's sounds, so... Yeah, and it sounds it's like, like so na- cliche. my nan when she went dotty, yeah. yeah. And she said, that, this uh, Running Bear, he's known you two were perfect. He's both of your spirits, guys. He's known all of your lives that you two were perfect for each other. He's finally got you together, and he's finally smiling. He's happy because he's brought you two together, which is nice, but I'd fancied Julius Wilder for about 20 years at that point, and mm. we worked in the same job. You think any spirit guide worth his salt could have got us together in 24 hours. All kept you together. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> we split up about two months later, so, you know, he was a fucking shit spirit guide. Nice. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't buy into that. No. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's, that doesn't sound... What was I going to say? I had a really great story. I've forgotten it. That's, that happens. What are you talking about? Spirit guides oh, being no. wanked off in massages. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being allergic to food and it being electric currents passing through it oh so I had this actually now I've built it up um, so I sent my friend Luke who's a comedian to this woman who does cranial sacral and she put um, and he's sceptical and she put a bit of uh, porridge on his foot and asked if he liked it <laughs> <laughs> I said did you have a good time and he went no <laughs> actually my nutritionist I got through men's health would always she was like she kept on like pu- pulling my limbs and pulling my fingers and stuff. Yeah. Going, Can you feel that? Can you feel what that's doing? And I just I went, yeah. I don't know what any of it was meant to be doing. It didn't. It was just felt like a woman was pulling my fingers. No, I, I do love all that. I mean, I did an allergy test. I don't believe in that. I believe in kinesiology, but not the allergy test because they they someone back saying I'm allergic to acid or something. And I thought, yeah, right, I would be <laughs> acid, tobacco, and bleach. I'm not even kidding. That's what I was allergic to. Yeah. Oh, avoid bleach generally. I yeah. swear. But that is good advice. It's good that they're handing out some good advice. <laughs> I paid £65 right pound for that. They basically just told me all the things I liked I wasn't allowed to have. Yeah. So I think they just looked to go, yeah, you're eating too much chocolate and alcohol. You, you can't have those things. Yeah. And it was good advice. Because when I stopped having those things, I did lose weight. Mm. What a world, eh? Oh, God. I guess we've all learned something. <laughs> <laughs> so what's coming up? What, is there, there's something coming up that you're not allowed to tell us about. Yeah. That's We're exciting. Say, but that's fun, yeah. But you haven't even told me about it backstage, so I can't even t- say, say what it is. No, because I know you're cheeky and you'd say it. I would have said it. If uh, yeah, just a fun series. And then I'm going to go do my show in New York. Oh, my God. I've got a, a bloody... Uh, just my nose, you've got a boring story. Yeah, and then um, that's it, really. That's it. Probably going to do a new uh, food bar radio show with Stuart Lee. You should do. <laughs> I'd love to see him on it. <laughs> Yeah, be good. Well, thank you very much. I know you've got a gig to go to. Oh, look at that. It's quarter past ten. Doesn't mean anything to me. It's gone. It's, fl- it's flown by. Uh, thank, thank you for having me before I go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's been thank you for stepping in. No worries. Uh, and uh, good luck with everything. Do, you, do go I go see... now? No, no, stay here. I'll, okay. I'll get around. We'll see if they liked you. If they liked you, they'll clap. If not, it'll just be silence. <laughs> and we'll, we'll just... Okay, cool. We'll just walk off. Ladies and gentlemen... Lou Sanders! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You have been listening to Richard Herring's That's the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Lou Sanders. The music is by Pest. 
Look, there's so many people to thank. I just can't thank them all, but there's lots of people at the Leicester Square Theatre. They're all really good. Jess is the best one, I'd say, out of everyone here. We've got all the gang from Go Faster Strike. George, who isn't that good, and Kingdom Craig, who are excellent, and Chris Evans, of course, and everyone at the British Comedy Guide, especially Orange Mark, who hasn't had any orange juice for ages. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Our executive producer was the Kings of Wessex Fast Maths alumni group, Alpha Mag. I was one of them. I'm the executive producer. That's cool. This is a GoFasterStripe.com Sky Potato and Fuzz production. I hope you like listening to it, because that's what it's for.